All right, all right. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. We're now in Revelation 18. Reading on the Amplified Version. Babylon is fallen. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, possessing great authority, and the earth was illuminated with its with his splendor and radiance. And he shouted with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen, certainly to be destroyed is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, a dungeon haunted by every unclean spirit and a prison for every unclean, loathsome bird. For all the nations have drunk from the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality and the kings and political leaders of the earth have committed immorality with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich by wealth. The wealth and economic power of her is sensuous luxury. I have I, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people so that you will not be a partner in her sins and receive her plagues. For her sins, crimes, transgressions have piled up as high as heaven, and God has remembered her wickedness and crimes for judgment. Repay to her even as she has repaid others, and pay back to her double her torment, torment in accordance with what she has done in the cup of sin and suffering, which she mixed, mixed a double portion of perfect justice for her. To the degree that she glorified herself and reveled and gloated in her sensuality, living deliciously and luxuriously, luxuriously, to that same degree, impose on her torment, anguish, and mourning and grief. For in her heart, she boasts, I sit as a queen on a throne, and I am not a widow, and will never ever see mourning or, or experience grief. For this reason, in a single day, her plagues, afflictions, calamities will come, pestilence, and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire and completely consumed, for strong and powerful is the Lord God who judges her. Laments for Babylon. And the king, verse 9. And the kings and political leaders of the earth who committed immorality and lived luxuriously with her will weep and beat their chest in mourning over her, when they see the smoke of her burning. In the following verses, the kings, merchants, and sailors mourn the fall of Babylon, just as the same three groups mourn the fall of wicked Tyre in Ezekiel 26 and 27. Interesting. All right, verse, verse 10. Standing a long way off in fear of her torment, saying, Whoa, whoa, the great city, the strong city Babylon, in a single hour your judgment has come. And merchants of the earth will weep and grieve over her because no one buys their cargo goods and merchandise anymore. Cargoes of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet, all kinds of citron scented wood and every article of ivory and every article of very costly and lavish wood and bronze and iron and marble and cinnamon, and spices, and incense, and perfume, and frankincense, and wine, and olive oil, and fine flour, and wheat of cattle, and sheep, and cargoes of horses, and chariots, and carriages, and, and of slaves, and of humans, human lives. The ripe fruits and delicacies of your soul's desire have gone from you, and all, that, all things that were luxurious and extravagant are lost to you, never again to be found. It reminds me of Acts 27, when they toss everything off the boat. Verse 15, the merchants who handle these articles who grew wealthy from their business with her will stand a long way off in fear of her torment 
weeping and mourning aloud, saying, Woe, woe, for the great city that was robed in fine linen and purple and scarlet, gilded and adorned with gold, with precious stones and with pearls, because in one hour all the vast wealth has been laid waste. And every ship captain or navigator, every passenger, every passenger and sailor and all who make their living by the sea stood a long way off and exclaimed as they watched the smoke of her burning, saying, what could be compared to the great city? And they threw dust on their heads and were crying out, weeping and mourning, saying, whoa, whoa. And this reminds me of Joey. I said from that show. I can't remember what show that's from. He's like, whoa. I don't even know where that's from. The dude that's like, whoa. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, whoa, whoa. For the great city where all who had ships at sea grew rich from her great wealth. Because in one hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you saints, God's people, and apostles, and prophets who were martyred, because God has executed vengeance for you through righteous judgment upon her. Ooh, this is some heavy stuff, boy. All right, what is, who says, whoa, on show? Was it Jesse? Joey? Was it Full House? No, Blossom. There you go. Yes, Joey used to say whoa all the time on Blossom. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Anyway, all right. The divine sentence upon Babylon when a single powerful angel picked up a boulder like a great millstone and flung it into the sea saying with such violence will Babylon the great city be hurled down by the sudden spectacular judgment of God and will never again be found and the sound of harpists and musicians and flutists and trumpeters will never again be heard in you and no skilled artisan of any craft will ever again be found in you and the sound of the millstone grinding the grain will never again be heard in you, for commerce will no longer flourish, and normal life will cease. Kind of like during COVID, normal life was gone for like two years. And never again will the light of a lamp shine in you, and never again will the voice of the bridegroom bride be heard in you. For your merchants, the great and prominent men of the earth, because of the nations were deceived and misled by your sorcery, your magic, and spells and poisonous charm. And in Babylon was found the blood of prophets and of saints, God's people, and all those who have been slaughtered on the earth. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and falling short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. 
But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.